Welcome to Sober Doc Coffee, a weekly coffee chat sharing experience, strength, and hope for anyone on the sober road to recovery. You can download Sober Doc Coffee weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at Sober Coffee Podcast and on Twitter at Sober Coffee Pod. To learn more about us and to help support these sessions, visit online at Sober Coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys on their own path to recovery, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Hello, Mr. Glenn. Mikey, what's going on, man? I love this coffee shop. I know. Loving it for, uh, got a couple episodes up now. How many, four? Yeah, about four. Yeah. Times exponential. I know. I had somebody last week say, good luck on 200. Yeah, right. So we've passed the 100 mark and we're going on to two. You know what I realized, though? We didn't bust down, like we're still in season one. So here's my gauge. When I'm at home, my daughter, she's in a, a st- streaming queen, right? She, she's she got all the things. And she Season watches, one through ten. Yeah, yeah, she watches all these things. And so she'll start telling me about some great shows she's just starting to watch. I stop her every time. I stop her in her tracks and, t- and I ask her, how many seasons, how many episodes? Because I've only got this much time to invest. And if you're going to tell me it's eight seasons with 400 episodes, I'm out. Yeah. But I realized we, we never translated over into season two. So we're going to be that dreadful 100 episodes in season one. Well, I guess we could do that. I mean, we really define season two or, yeah, I think that's what we called it, right? Season right. two. I think we define that as year two. Yeah, right. So I think, you know, I think we can go back and figure that out. I, you know, it's a detail. I'm an alcoholic. I worry about these things. A lot of details. You know what I mean? I know totally, man. Yeah. So, hey, any housekeeping items today, or do you want to no, jump right I, in? No, I, I think, I mean, dude, we got so we, we got probably 12,000 collective with a couple different accounts, you know, friends and folks on the sober path we've connected with out there on social media. And if, if you happen to be listening on, because um, I know you can get to the podcast from our website, but right. if you listen on Apple or somewhere, right. they have reviews. Just take you know, take five minutes. You know, I hate being one of some one of those people to say, "Oh, like us or review us." Well, the reason is it's so but the it's next relevance. struggling alcohol uh, alcoholic can find us and maybe find some hope, right? Or or get That's discouraged, or get discouraged, and you know, go go find a better program than Mike and Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's one of the things I love this week. We we uh, posted on Instagram a real sexy looking cup of tea, you know, with the lemon, the, the sure. British cup of tea, because we have, I think we have 6 or 8% of our listeners from the UK, and they love tea, right? I'm like, hey, you know what? If Sober Dot Coffee's not your cup of tea, mm-hmm. hey, man, we're all about pro-sobriety. Go find some place that can really support you. Right, and to that end, if you go into our resource room, we took it to the next logical level, mm-hmm. and we've got a link in there to all the podcasts that are out there on sobriety. And uh, you can go check them out. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That's great, yeah. great, great. All right, so we're finishing we up. Chatting about today? We're finishing up our series on uh, hashtag trending. So these are search terms that people have plugged into Google uh, over the course of recent time, and they've gotten hundreds of thousands. We we took we took the top seven or eight of them. And and just had a little episode on them and just talk about them because if people by the hundreds of thousands are search terming, uh, 
you know, things like what does sober mean and what is dry drunk and, you know, then and how long does it take to get so- sober, which is today's topic, you know, I, well, we should talk about it. Now, you know what? I love this series. I mean, the, the one thing I just want to reiterate, these are not topics because a, a lot of our topics are just from our life. You know, it's like Seinfeld. It's just like our, our right. life episode, right? right? Stuff that we've come across and, and share our experience, strength, and hope and tools, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, and things that we've done or, you know, resources to, to get through situations. But these are actual people out there that are searching. Maybe they're sober curious. Maybe they're binge drinkers. Maybe they're one year sober. Maybe they're trying to help a loved one. Right. Yep. You know, yep. but this is, this is a lot of people raising their hand for our topic today, which is how long does it take to get sober? Okay. It's kind of a loaded question. Well, you got to t- totally. Because here we go with the word sober again. You got to figure out what that means. You got to figure out what that means. So for those that want to catch up and binge a little bit, go back and listen to the hashtag We trend. are binge worthy. I, I will say uh-huh. that. I mean, you, we- You posted that on Instagram we, we one are day. Deficient. I'm, like, I'm like, I had to ask my daughter, what does that mean? We are deficient in so many ways, right. but damn it, we are binge worthy. Yeah, yeah, right. If you got absolutely nothing to do with your life, just listen to us for a day. That's right. Um, but yeah, go of, back and a lot of topics. Go back and listen to what is dry drunk and what does sober mean. Go back and listen to the Dr. John series. But let's jump into this. How long does it take to get sober? Sober, sober, sober. You know, I think it, again, we've set up all these by asking ourselves, who do we think is asking the question? Is it in this case? I think it's got to be the guy, gal that is concerned about their level of intoxication they're in now they're in trouble yeah let's just that's get, the way let's I, cut to the chase i mean that's that's how i see Who it else is, is yeah. i'm fucked i gotta be a work in an how, hour yeah absolutely right i am in trouble or but glenn hundreds of thousands a, of people or a family member that's like we got to get to this party tonight and schmuck over here is on the couch, right. drunk. How right. long is it going to take? Or we have to get to here. Or we got to get on a plane. Or you know, right. I smell it as a situation of trouble. Right, right. And how long until we, until we're out of trouble? So we're supposed to meet my my parents and <laughs> and my uh, girlfriend's drunk. How long is she going to take to get sober? And then and then maybe. Right. And then the other question that I saw that we're not covering on topic is how do I get undrunk quickly? You know, or how do I get sober quickly is is the actual technical term that people are ser- searching for. Yeah. So that one is pretty easy. <clears throat> I mean, that was, that's a mathematical calculation, right? Go ahead. Well, no, I think it's... Don't forget, I have a PhD in drinking. <laughs> but I think it's 0.01. It takes an hour to eliminate 0.01 of alcohol in your blood alcohol system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if you're an 08, it takes eight hours. Um, and this is no lie. When I was a 0.46, mm-hmm. they told me it would take 46 hours before I had no alcohol in my system. Wow. 46 hours. So it's 0.01. It's an hour for every 0.01. I found this thing online and roll with me. Is that what you you found? 
Well, yeah, pretty. It's very similar, actually. I, it doesn't bust it out to your content and how long it would take. For, but this is a, a normal well, drunk. Well, that might just be a graduate school level. That's that's right. <laughs> but uh, I found this to be humorous, but also educational. So 2 a.m., you leave the bar, you get food, you stumble home. Your blood alcohol content, BAC, is 200. Okay, 3 a.m., you drunk dial your friends. Your blood alcohol content is 185. 4 a.m., you crash in the chair. Now you're at 170. Then at 5 a.m., you awake with neck cramp and move to bed. Now you're at 155. 6 a.m., restless sleep. You're at a 1.14. 7 a.m., you wake up, search for water, and go back to bed. Now you're at a 0.125. 8 a.m., you're sleepless, restless sleep. You're at a 110. 9 a.m., you hit the snooze and re- with a repeatedly pounding headache. Now you're at a 0.096. 10 a.m., Realize you accidentally shut off the alarm, jump out of bed, pull on your sweats, grab gum, and hustle to the class. DUI possible if you drive. Your blood alcohol is at 0.08. 11 a.m., you contemplate whether food is a good idea, decide it's not, go home and sleep like the dead. Your BAC is 0.065. Almost done here. By noon, your alarm wakes you. You're contemplating skipping your next class. You're at 0.05. At 1 p.m., your classes, you're in class, it's irritable, you're at 0.35. You go to 5 p.m., your blood alcohol is now at zero, so you have now passed 22 hours, and you make plans for an evening where you don't think you're going to drink again. So I think that's the exact calculation that that I gave, right? You were 2-0, right. and 22 hours later, you're, you're at zero. Right. But when, when you were sharing that, I, I, I love that. First of all, I live that. Right. I mean, I as you walk through those steps, I, I could think of a hundred days that were exactly just like right. that. Right. You know, just I mean, step by step, and and what that made me think of was pain. Right. It is so painful to live like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it, it didn't really seem painful in the time because you know, hey, you're, you're drinking, and you know, it's only a couple hours before your next drink, and you start all over again, right? Mm-hmm. So. But, I mean, just painful. And then the last word I want to use is so grateful that I don't have to live that way today. Right. It's just such gymnastics you got to run through in here. And you don't have the stamina, right? And I know some people are drowning out there and we're describing the water. But here's the thing. You don't have the stamina or the wherewithal. To get yourself out of it because because you're physically it's a poison as we point out that you're putting in your system and you don't have you don't have anywhere to go your your blood system is poison and you're trying to make rational and physical decisions that are they're not possible. Yeah, that really. I mean, that's just oh man, that just rung a bell with me. So yeah, so I think the, the, the technical term is, you know, how long until you don't have any alcohol in your system. I think it's for it's for each point oh one, you gotta hang out for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and there's a bunch of games that people play mm-hmm. and like drinking coffee, right? Oh, drink drink some coffee, you'll sober up. No, what what it what it well, makes yeah. you is a really wide awake drunk. <laughs> Right? Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Took the words out of well, my mouth. Well, you had coffee in your mouth, so I, know, so I beat you to it. it out. No, that's, uh, that's so true. But now, now let's switch gears, okay? Mm-hmm. And for those who haven't binged yet, right, let's talk about what our definition of sobriety is. Right. 
right? So it's not just the absence of alcohol or mind-altering substances. Right. I mean, sobriety, look, it's more than just quitting drugs and alcohol. It's an ongoing process of embracing that light, a new lifestyle. Change. Yeah, right. Living a new way. And, and just, you know, I, I just want to highlight kind of what, what I jotted down. Sober living means to me. And it's living a quality, rewarding life with passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn a whole new way of living from how I lived when you were describing that 22-hour period of time. Totally new way. So how long does it take to get from not taking that drink day one Mm -hmm. or mind-altering substances to that point? How many days? How many days? Because that ain't 22 hours. How many days, months, years does it take to get to that living a quality, rewarding life full of passion and purpose. Oh, boy, that's a little... I, I don't... I mean, look, it's a trick question because I think it's going to be different for everybody. Totally. And Well, you, well let, me, let me ask it to you a different way because you, you're exactly right. Is it, is it less than three months? Is it one to two years? Is it five to... 10 years. I think it's one year to the day plus. I'm just, that's my answer. I think the first year, and I've done some read up on this. I mean, the first year, you've got the first of everything you need to get through, right? That's just physical. Mm -hmm. You need to get through that. But you've got, as you said, as as you're processing a new lifestyle, you've got the left handed, right handed syndrome happening where you're you're going to continue to fall back you're not you don't have your groove because you keep going using your right hand you and for those that have, don't know what we're talking about listen to the episode on left-handed and but it it's the natural it's it's making the uh, the new natural natural if that makes sense yeah so let me and, and I and, think that takes time. I think it takes at least a year. Yeah. Now we're just brainstorming here, right? right? We are not we medical are, no, professionals. No. We are just sharing our experience. Right I got now. my I got my doctorate on Google. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And and we're we're coming up. You know I mean, but what just hit me, right? Is you know, and and the question is, how long does it take to get sober? At that definition, right? Mm-hmm. Living a new, rewarding life, right. full of passion and purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. For me to get to that point, I had to work the steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, absolutely. Or, or well, or something very similar that I'm not familiar even exists. Like some recovery program that we're not familiar right. with. That's but, right. But that can lead to a a psychic, psychological, behavioral change. That's right. That that can you know, you can lead a a new life and a new way to behave. Right. Right. And look, but, if but somebody us, knows, if, look, if somebody knows one that exists that yeah, we're unaware in. of and it's not in our resource room, chime in. But yes, for for me, it's that process of going through the twelve step recovery that is the linchpin. So that was my guidebook to to go from the first day where I didn't take a drink to where I can say, hey, I'm living what I define as sober, which is a quality, rewarding life full of passion and purpose. I had to work the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous to go from point A to point B. To get to that sober period, 
I had to work the steps. And if you want to explore even, even further, you know, I think that point of sobriety is living the promises that are outlined, the nine-step promise, AA promises, okay. which are easily Googled. So, so now you answer the question you posed to me. How long does that take? So, um, for me, it took a couple years. Mm-hmm. It, it probably took three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at two years, it started clicking in two years that, wow, I'm noticing the change in me. I'm, I'm handling situations different. I'm getting better results. I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think that was probably 18 months to two-year mark. Mm-hmm. But I stayed on the path. Um, and, and so, I mean, it might have been three years, right? Total psychic change. Mm-hmm. Totally different, Glenn, where people around me and who knew me before, you're a different guy. Mm-hmm. Are you sure your name's Glenn, right? Right, right. Um, so, but, I, you know, and, and I also know working with sponsees, you know, I try to get them through 12 steps in 12 months. So that would point to the that, year. That, that's almost my benchmark. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never hit that. I've never, no, I know. We I've always go past it. Yet. Yeah, we always go past well, it. Well, I mean, because, you know, and and I just, I haven't had, I, maybe I don't know the words, but I don't know how to get somebody through that four-step, you know, like like clockwork. There's, right. always, there's always a hesitation at the water. I'm going to put my toe in. I'm going to write one line. Right. And then I got to wait. I'm going to wait to see if my toe falls off. Right. All right. You know? So, I don't know. I really liked that one year, and, and I wish I hung out on step three way too long. Mm-hmm. You know, step three is make a decision to turn my will and life over to care of God as I understand him. When I went through it, I was trying to figure out step three, and I was waiting for the connection with my higher power and God, and I was trying all this stuff, and I was trying to learn. But that's not what step three says. All step three says, make a decision. Mm-hmm. To do it. it doesn't say figure it all out. Right. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. Now, for me, step four, and now it almost seems like a step thing, but I think we're building on your point, which is it's the 12 steps that help us determine how long it takes to get sober. And for me, my I spent most time on step four because I was told to do it fearlessly and thoroughly, thoroughly. And, man, I just... I, I, I chronicle, I, I reviewed my life. I could have wrote a memoir. I could have been, mm. you know, I could have been from a sitcom and yeah. been a best-selling author. Yeah, no, so I think that's a good framework. I think the 12 steps, getting through the 12 steps, I think, you know, but the nine, the AA nine-step promises say, you know, you'll be amazed before you're halfway through. And, and I think that's, you know, I think that in and of itself doesn't say you, you, you got to be figured, you know, you got to figure it all out and finish all your 12 steps, mm-hmm. you know. But I think there's, you know, there's a there's a psychic change. Those steps are in order for a reason. Those steps are around for a reason. And man, do they work. Right. There's a couple of words that jumped out at me as I was doing a little bit of research because, you know, we're responding to this answer. Guess what? When you when you when you do a query of how long does it take to get sober? It's amazing how many results come up, right? So the one thing I, I, I found this great article and the one thing that it said here, it said, what does, what, in, in the answering the question, they said, what does getting sober feel like? And it says, getting sober can be an emotional process. Some people report feeling anxious and sad at first. You talked about that, mm-hmm. but happy and empowered 
with time. Each person may experience sobriety differently. There is no right way to feel when you're getting sober. And I want to just park on it empowered because if the question is, how long does it take to get sober? The question, the next logical question to me is, when do I feel empowered that I'm living a life of sobriety? At what point did I flip over and say, all right, I've got my, I've got my sea legs. I'm, I'm not wobbling around on the ground anymore. I've, I've, I, I've got some strength. I'm standing on something. I'm empowered to move forward now to help the next struggling alcoholic. Yeah, you know, I, I think when, when you're talking about empowerment, um, the one thing that sticks out in my mind, me just jumped, and I'm not sure if it's what you're referring to, but I, the, the number one time I felt empowered on the sober path is when somebody asked me if I wanted, I was at a business function, somebody asked me if I wanted an alcoholic drink, and I said, no thanks, I don't drink. And I just moved on. Mm-hmm. And and I felt <clears throat> so empowered at that period of time, like like Glenn, like you have finally, because I relapsed over that stuff so much, and I just felt empowered that, you know what, I own this. Right. I own my sobriety, and I finally care about my own sobriety more than what you think of me. Mm-hmm. And I felt empowered. I'm so I'm not sure if I'm using the word the right no, way. No, absolutely. Positively. But, man, that put a kick in my step. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I can finally relate to this. I finally said, you know what? Nothing is going to mess up my sobriety. Right. I felt empowered. Right. And, and I believe empowered is a critical word to put in front of your purpose in between your passion and your purpose. Mm-hmm. Not to redefine your definition, but I think you need to be empowered in order to fulfill your purpose in life. You need to have that 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 enlightenment that, you know, I'll give you an example, a non-drinking example. I'll be, you know, we're we're always in a political season here and people are divided in well, politics. We're in and, Illinois. And I see, yeah, right, I see people <laughs> getting angry about all kinds of things. People get angry right. about the weather and they get angry about politics and they get angry about all kinds of things, social injustice, whatever it is, or they get angry at each other. I'll see road rage. And I think to myself, I don't have to live like that anymore. And because mentally I was there with them, I would pile on to, to that. I feel empowered now that I, going back to the serenity prayer, I accept the things as they are. Yeah, you know what's amazing? Because you, you just mentioned that laundry list. I could care less about any one of those. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm not vested in life. Right. I just, you know what? I could care less if that guy pulls in front of me. I know. You know, in fact, in fact, here's where I'm at today. When I come to a stop sign, mm-hmm. here's Oakland. I come to a stop sign, four-way stop sign, there's four cars. If I wasn't the first one through, I felt like I was a loser. Mm-hmm. Now, I wave everybody else on. Irritates the snot out of my wife. I do the same thing. I know. I'll be like, come on, go. She's like, you just let two cars go. I'm like, whatever. I used to fight for the front parking spots, and now I park in the back, and, and Jen's like, man, I hate it when you park in the back. I'm like, there's a spot there. I don't have to think. I don't have to wrestle. I don't have to get all, you know, in a fight and match over somebody in that spot. I mean, I just don't, you know, but, you know, and, and, I, and I look at you, and I, I will keep using this example. You put a a 
sober, curious person in front of you, mm-hmm. you put somebody with three months of sobriety in front of you or one month of sobriety in front of you, you will do anything to help that person. Right. I've seen you do it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's lose sleep. I don't care if it's, you know, buy them a big book, drive them a big book, you know, 20 miles. I don't care if it's, you know, through the middle of COVID with your mask on, bringing a sponsor your birthday cake at one year, you know, de- delivering a coin. I mean, you know, that's empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's being focused on something and being empowered. And how long did that take? I think you're, I think you're, you're right. It's going to be different with everybody, but I think it's a result of working. You didn't do that the in the first steps. three months. No, I didn't. I was so. You were journaling. I was journaling, trying to get all the data points down <laughs> know, you're there for to, my next step. You're, you're working the steps. Right. You're right. working the steps. But here's what I have found out. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you're living your sober passion and sober purpose, you almost have unlimited energy and unlimited. It's like it's a superpower. I keep calling it that. I know. I love but it. But I watch you, man. You are relentless. And I've never heard you say, mm, I can't go to that newcomer meeting because I'm kind of tired tonight. I mean, you just go. You just find a way to go. When the doors were open for me, I got to keep them open right. for the I next mean, guy. Right. You know, so how long does it take? You know, I, I would just say this. You know, one, one of the early, you know, prayers I used to pray, I don't even know who I was praying to. Um, I said, man, just give me patience to hang in here for another day. Mm-hmm. I just want to keep doing this for one more day. Mm-hmm. And what gave me the hope because you love to talk about hope. What gave me the hope is the people that were sitting across from me at the meetings or next to me at the meetings. I'd go to the same meetings all the time. I saw them making progress before long before I did. Right. And I just, and and I didn't even get it then. I just said, you know, in my own head, I'm like, well, if, if they're keep on doing it, keep coming back and it's working for them, someday it'll work for me. You know, I wasn't able to read the label on my own jar. And, and it's when I really started working with some, some guys in the room and stuff um, that I noticed, hey, you know what? I'm making a little, I'm making some changes. You mm-hmm. know, I don't have to drive into that four-way stop sign like I used to. And that's such a great point. I think that kind of my conclusion is there's no stock answer for how long does it take to get sober, right? Um, I think, first no, of but all— I think I think you, you outlined some, some good— some good thoughts, right? But I, I, I guess what I'd like, guess what I'd like people to hang on to, what I need to hang on to, is it just keeps getting better. And I don't mean I feeling more giddy. I'm talking about Doctor John. It's not a feel good program. It's a get better program. I'm talking about we get better every day, and that's the real benchmark. And I just want if you just keep doing the effort, you're going to get better every day. Yeah, and I think, you know, a way to really look at that is, you know, how progressive our alcoholism was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the boiling frog. Good point. You know, it's like the boiling frog. You know, no frog. If, if, if you put a frog in boiling water, it jumps right out, right? And if we went from where, where Glenn was when he was 35 to where Glenn was in September of 2014, that is a long drop. Right. I would not have done that mm-hmm. one day to the next. No. I just want to. It happened progressively a day at a time. I learned to live on less. I learned to expect less. I learned to that. be, hey, I'm okay. You know, I'll just reset. I'll start tomorrow. Right. I just, all those games, 
right? And over time, I got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse until I hit the bottom. Right. And I think it's the same way, you know, and I hear about the people with the lightning bolts, and God bless them. I don't believe them. I shouldn't say, I, I shouldn't say that, should I? Well, but I, I don't believe them. I, I, it's, I, I think, for, first of all, I think, you know, the, the God I subscribe to, I think, can, can do anything, right? But I know for me, you know, the deep-seated brain, crock brain behaviors that I was used to with drinking were not going to be cured with a bolt of lightning on my knees in rehab. It took a lot of days. But my, my, my sobriety is also progressive. It gets better a That's little exactly bit what I'm every saying. day. Right. Why? Because you do 22, 23 things to assure that. And you keep using the tools. Right. A, you're more familiar with them. They're right there on the rack. You know where the rack is. Right. It's awesome. Love it. All right, man. Mikey, I love you, brother. Thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at sober.coffee. If you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their own journey on the path to recovery. Any suggestions, medical or otherwise, are their own experiences and should not be viewed as professional advice. See you next week, and remember, there is a solution.